Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Early's on time, on time is late, late is forgotten. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is part two of our two-part mini-series here about establishing your culture. Today, we're going to talk about establishing your culture on the personal level. Now, before we get into that, let me remind everybody or inform you if you didn't know that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out for free consistently to everyone who is in my text message community. If you would like to receive this message that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, you got my word on that. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every time I send out that message, it's also going to challenge you sometimes as well. I'm always going to tell you things that you already agree with. Sometimes I'm going to challenge you with some ideas that will cause you to think. So it's four things you're going to do. Focus, sharp, on point, and challenge you. Text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And the next time I send it out, which will be tomorrow morning, you, since you're on my list, in my text community, you'll be receiving that message. So text me. That number is also down below in the description if you didn't catch it when I just said it. So now let's talk about this. Establishing your culture on a personal level. Now, we talked about, again, personal and professional culture in episode 1986. Yesterday, we talked business. Today, we're going to talk personal. This one is even more important than the business one. This one is more important than the business one since who you are as a person travels with you no matter where you go, whether you are at work or not, or even if you have work to go to. And no matter what job you take, you can have 10 different jobs. Your personal culture goes with you to every single one of them. So your personal culture is with you much more than your business culture. So let's make sure that your personal culture is established the way that you want it to be established. So you're conscious and intentional about it so that it's working in the way that you want it to work. Let's get to it. Point number one. The topic, once again, is establishing your culture on a personal level. What are you about? This is not a rhetorical question. 
What are you about? This is a simple question that many people still have never thought about, which is why many people still cannot answer the question. What are you about? What do you stand for? What do you want people to say or think about you when you're not standing there in front of them? In other words, what's your reputation going to be in the minds of other people? What do you want people to say about you when you're no longer around? I mean, like after you're dead and gone, what do you want the word to be about you? What do you represent? If you have kids who are going to catch more than they hear from you, in other words, they're going to model your actions more than they follow your words. If you have kids, what do you want them to remember and emulate about you when they grow up? Because they're going to anyway. And are you consciously thinking about this? Are they going to model what they see you doing, not what they hear you saying? And are you consciously thinking about the example that you're setting for them? You should be thinking about all of these questions that I just posed to you because all of these questions, the answers to these questions, rather, they will form your legacy. And just like in yesterday's masterclass, if you have a challenge with answering any of these questions, just answer the opposite question. And let me give you an example, a couple of the opposite questions from what I just asked you. What are you not about? In other words, what are you against? What are you anti? What can you absolutely not stand? What are some things that just don't sit well with you when it comes to dealing with people? What are some things that you hate? What things are absolutely unacceptable in your book? You need to know what these things are because it, it makes it easy for you to, again, establish your personal principles. And when your principles are clear, then it's easy to come up with strategies. And when you have strategies, then it's easy to figure out the tactics. But your principles guide everything. But if you don't have any principles, then you don't have anything guiding you. And this is how people end up doing things randomly. And this is why people get random results, because they are taking random actions. It's not because they don't want to get consistent results. It's simply because you have an inaccurate formula and you're not working off formulas that actually work. I just gave you one that actually works. So rewind this if you didn't catch it. Point number two. Today, we are talking establishing your culture on a personal level. Number two, whatever your answers to the questions from point number one, you must represent these answers in everything you do and how you carry yourself on a day to day basis. Whatever your culture is going to be. Every day when you show up, you need to be representing yourself as this individual and showing up, following your own principles. If you want some help on how to establish those principles and how you can ingrain this and make it into a day to day thing. If you're watching on video, you see me pointing to the mental workbook. That's this uh, thick red book. It's right there. You can get that book by going to workonmygame.com slash workbook. All right. The mental workbook will lay out for you how exactly to do this. Even better, you got to be reminding yourself of these things with the verbal method on a daily basis. In other words, saying them out loud on a daily basis, whatever your principles are or what they're going to be. Your principles are your personal standards and your basically your standard operating procedures, the way that you conduct yourself and how you carry yourself, how you make decisions, are the type of person that you want to be perceived as. That should be come about naturally through following your standard operating procedures, that if you follow these procedures that you lay out, these principles, then it will naturally lead to these strategies and naturally lead to these tactics. That's the way that you figure this out. People who are most clear on their personal standards and principles are the people who are also most consistently and strongly embodying their standards and principles. People who are clear on standards and principles usually can live out their standards and principles. Why? Because they're clear and they're easy for them to understand. But if you don't have any standards or principles, it's hard to live them out because there isn't anything to live out. There is nothing. You can't you know, make something out of nothing. There's nothing that's there and there's nothing you can do about it. So do you have your principles and standards in place? 
So for me, one of my principles is early is on time. On time is late. Late is forgotten. I'm a person who likes to be early to the things that I do. And if I ever end up late, that's like an egregious mistake. Something got messed up somewhere in the process. And I'm going to figure out what's wrong with the process that led to that outcome because that process is unacceptable for me. Another one of my personal standards is I'm always going to stay in great physical shape. As long as I'm physically capable of exercising, I'm going to stay in great physical shape. It's unacceptable for me to not be in shape. It's just something that goes against my principles. I will not allow myself to get outside of those boundaries. That's a personal principle of mine. Another principle of mine is I like to do things by routine. I like to do things by process. I like to do things by system. So if any of you was to, if there was ever like a camera just following me around all day and showing what I do on a day-to-day basis, like when I'm in my normal home base doing my normal things as I am now, you would notice I do a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again, the same way every time at the same times in the same places with the same stuff, the same people over and over and over again. So when I'm dealing with a person, for example, who does things randomly, they don't do things that way and they operate on a more random system. I usually can't work with that person for long simply because we're on completely different wavelengths. I'm on a wavelength of doing things by process and system and roots and by habit where they're doing things kind of like whenever they feel like doing them and just getting around and stuff when they get around to it. Even if that person has some good material that could help me and I got good stuff that could help them. We usually can't work together simply because we're on different pages as far as how we do things. But that's one of my personal principles is that I do things by process. And if a person can't, they don't like doing things by process, I'm probably not going to work for too long or too well with that individual. We would need like a middleman, somebody to kind of get our communication right, because I can't deal with a person who does things randomly because I'm not a random guy. I do things by standard and principle and consistency which is why I know a show like this can come out every single day. And I get people around me who can do the same thing so that even if I have someone working for me to do stuff, for example, I'm not the one who pushes the publish button on every episode of the show. I don't edit the episodes. I don't you know, put the intro in the episodes and all that stuff. I have people who do that for me. Uh, my audio person, Nico, takes care of most of that stuff, but he has to have that same mentality. And whoever is working with him, his team, they got to have that same mentality such that they can execute things the same way that I want them executed. Because if they couldn't do it, then they couldn't do audio for me. They could do it for somebody else, but they couldn't do it for me. So you got to know what your principles and standards are and how you get things done. Do you know? Have you even thought about this? And next, do you have them written down? Your personal principles and standards need to be written down the same way that when I worked at Pizza Hut, they had a employee handbook. And in the handbook, there was a codified system for what was accepted and what was not accepted if you were going to work at Pizza Hut. There was a standard and they had standard operating procedures. This is how you do this. When it's time to clean the grill, this is how it's done. To mop the floors, this is the parts that you got to catch up with. When a customer has a complaint of this nature, this is what you do. When a customer orders this pizza, this is how you make it. They had a whole process laid out of exactly how to handle anything that could possibly come up when you're working in their company. And the reason they create standard operating procedures is so that they could reasonably expect everybody to do the same things the same way every time. Now, if you've been in Pizza Hut lately, you can ask yourself, does that actually happen? The answer is hell no, it does not happen. But because there's the baseline, now anybody who is not following the SOPs can be held accountable. Why? Because you know what they are. You signed off on it. You signed off on this document that said you read this and that you understood what was expected of you. You are not doing what's expected of you. So now I'm holding you accountable for not doing it. And now it's your responsibility to go find out what you're doing wrong. Don't ask me to explain everything to you. Go find out what you're doing wrong because you signed off on something that you said you understood. It clearly your actions showed that you didn't. That's what a manager could say to an employee who's not doing their job. 
because the procedures were laid out for them. Now, you, on the other hand, if your procedures are not laid out for you, your standards and the way you operate is not laid out for you and documented, then how could you possibly be getting mad at yourself for not executing? I want to sit on that question for a second. Let me ask the question again, just in case you didn't hear me. If you don't have your processes documented and laid out, how can you get mad at yourself for not following a process or not being consistent in executing a system? If you don't have a standard operating procedure laid out in writing, then how can you expect anybody to follow it, including yourself? So what are your answers to these questions as to what you're about? Just as in business, the better you know what your principles and standards are, the much easier it becomes to make decisions and take action. Point number three, we are talking today about establishing your culture. Today, we are talking specifically about your personal culture. Number three, a consistent culture builds your reputation. And as they say, your reputation precedes you. So why does this matter about having a consistent culture and a reputation? And how can it work in your favor? And how can it also work against you? I got to tell you both sides. Remember, there are no perfect outcomes in life, only trade-offs. I'm glad you asked. Once you establish a personal culture and you begin to embody this personal culture, other people will start to notice your culture without even calling it your culture. They'll notice that you have a culture and they don't even have to call it that because they'll just notice the way you conduct yourself. It becomes your reputation, which is a word that people may use in place of culture. And that's the other way people that view you in their eyes, by your reputation, by your personal culture, by the way that you show up and represent yourself. And that reputation will alter the way people deal with you without you even needing to do anything. Your reputation can work for you or against you, depending on what it is. The good news is that you control with your reputation the way that you present yourself was usually based in your personal culture. So your reputation is what the people on the outside world see on the surface about you. And what people see on the surface about you is usually based in your personal culture and what you've decided is okay for you and what's not okay for you. You do that on purpose and then you carry it out through your actions. Other people see it and they come to relate or correlate that energy with you as a person and you with that energy. So it starts with your personal culture. If you are not intentional about your culture or you don't become intentional about your culture, then your reputation will be controlled by the randomness of other people's ideas and the randomness of circumstances and events, 99% of which you have no control over. So you don't want your outcomes or your reputation to be controlled by other people and their random circumstances and events because you don't want other people determining who you are. You don't want other people building your brand. You don't want other people deciding what your framework is. You decide yourself. Don't let other people dictate to you how you are or what you are, or what you're about. That's your job to dictate to them. But if you don't take control of the process, someone else will quickly take control of it for you. That's why this matters. Let's recap today's class, which says establishing your culture on a personal level. Again, listen to episode 1986, if you have not yet, where I laid out why culture matters so much in establishing yours. Number one, what are you about? It's a simple question that many people have never thought of, which is why many people can't answer the question. What do you stand for? What do you want people to say or think about you when you're no longer around? What do you want to represent? Uh, you need answers to these questions. What can you not stand? What do you hate? What's unacceptable for you? When you know these, and it may be easier to figure out what you do want. Number two, whatever your answers to these questions, you must represent them in everything you do and how you care for yourself on a day-to-day basis. The Mental Workbook is a great book for you establishing this and getting it into your head on a day-to-day basis. You need to be reminding yourself of these verbally every single day. 
And again, in the mental workbook, I will lay out exactly how to do it. And I will walk you through doing it right there in the book. All right. So this mental workbook is not 500 pages of reading. It's a good amount of journaling, some reading, and the rest is really going to be you writing your own book because you're actually going to write out your script. People who are most clear on their personal standards and principles are those who most consistently and strongly embody those standards and principles. If you don't know what yours are, it just makes sense that you will waver and be haphazard with them. Just as with business culture, the better you know what your principles and standards are, the easier it is to make decisions. Number three, a consistent culture becomes your personal reputation. As the saying goes, your reputation precedes you. Why does this matter? How can it work in your favor? How can it work against you? Glad you asked. Once you establish a personal culture and you embody it, people start noticing you without even calling it your culture. because It is based on your reputation and the way that people view you. Your reputation can work for or against you, though, depending on who or what it is. The good news is that you control the reputation the way that you present yourself, which is usually based in your personal culture. If you don't get intentional about your culture, then your reputation will be controlled by the randomness of other people's ideas, thoughts, feelings, and the randomness of circumstances and events, 99% of which you have no control over. All that said, text me to get my motivation text every time I send it out. My number, 305-384-6894. And go to workingyourgame.net, get access to my free training. Those of you who are at the five-figure level, you want to get to six. At the six-figure level, you want to get to seven. But you know you can't hard work your way to it. You know you're going to need a little bit more than that. I'm going to tell you exactly what pieces you need to do it. I'll give you some case study examples of people who I've helped already. And I'll give you an invitation to schedule a call with me so we can talk about how I can help you go to that level that you're trying to get to. That is all at workingyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.